It's bound to happen. You're gonna make mistakes in any walk of life. And of course, self-publishing is no exception to the rule. And we're here to share our 10 biggest mistakes in self-publishing books in today's live stream episode. Stay tuned. You know it. Welcome to Self-Publishing with Dale and Kelly. And if you want to learn more about tips and strategies for publishing your own books, make sure you subscribe and turn your notifications on to get all of our latest videos and live streams. Today is going to be something that puts us a little bit vulnerable spot. We're going to be talking about our 10 biggest mistakes in self-publishing. We're It'll not going be to be fun. Yeah, it's not going to be ambiguous. We kind of, the both of us kind of really sussed out because I mean, we've done more than 10 mistakes, easily hundreds of mistakes. Uh Talk for yourself. Okay. I've done easily 90 mistakes. She's done 10. So uh, a little Miss Innocent here. You see the halo. It's being propped up by her horns. In any event, today's live stream broadcast is sponsored by our good friends over at BookDoggy. That's bookdoggy.com forward slash four dash authors. Bookdoggy has quickly become the most effective new ebook promotion site in the industry. Check out their new free video feature. Head over to bookdoggy.com slash four dash authors for more details. The video feature is pretty cool and I even had one of our loyal viewers tell me they had some great success with one of the promotions. Super cost effective option when it comes to promoting your books. Really recommend you go over, check them out, bookdoggy.com slash forward dash authors. Hey, got to let you know that this next Thursday, February 1st, we're going to be talking a little bit about how to make money publishing ebook versus print books versus audiobooks. So right, we're going to be putting a little bit of a battle between those three forms. And I've actually got some data that's going to rock your socks and really you're going, whoa, I can't believe that this is true. So in any event, uh, if I can get my things in OBS all in order, uh, that'll be next Thursday, February 1st. Can you believe it's already one month into the year? What the heck? What, where? I, I, it was just Christmas for crying out loud. 10 months till December. 10 months till another <laughs> quarter four, and we can be able to knock the ball out of the park. And hopefully if you guys are sticking around with us long enough, we want to really break you into quarter four. If you haven't had a great quarter four yet, we're going to start to get you built up and educated and on track. Wait till March comes along. I'm just going to say this. March is going to be shock and awe. If you stay tuned to this channel, you're going to see some explosive growth and some new upgrades inside the live stream. So let's go over to the live chat. Uh, one of the reasons why it's a good idea to come to see us on Thursday, it's at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What's going on in live chat? I saw my boy Mark Brownless out in UK, Monique's in the house, Ava, the, the uh, virtual assistant from heaven. Uh, I was just actually having a chat with um, somebody else. I, I can't name names, um, but um, I came to find out that this person spoke very highly of Ava's services as a virtual assistant. I was like, isn't she awesome? So uh, in any event, hopefully your ears were burning, Ava. Um, who else is in the chat? That's about it, That's about I think. it. Anybody else that's here yeah. live, please 
drop your thoughts and comments when it comes to the biggest mistakes in your self-publishing business books. Don't be afraid. Let's let's hear. I mean, sometimes we make mistakes. I've told you guys some of them, and you're going to probably know some of these just based on some of my history in older videos. I've shared some of these things, and I'll tell you, um, I've had more mistakes than I've had victories, but the victories are that much sweeter, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's just, yeah. Hopefully you guys are enjoying a little bit of the upgrade. Um, I've got my own lavalier and Kelly's got her own lavalier so you can hopefully hear Kelly a little bit clearer. And uh, one of the recommendations also was having some kind of like a whiteboard of some sort. Well, here is our our little upgrade, our whiteboard if you will, because it's kind of tough for us to turn around and write these things up. But within the next week to three weeks, you're gonna see a little bit of a change in this format and the quality and the latency is gonna be no longer an issue, not that that's ever bothered anybody. Um, and hello, Dylan, thank you for stopping by. He just Our said boy he Dylan, here. hey, good to see you in here, Dylan. Uh, and hey, uh, that's a good reminder, actually, uh, Dylan is a part of the DIY Publishing Course community and we're gonna be having an exclusive live chat in the private Facebook group and um, those of you that are in the DIY Publishing community, you can be able to join me for that. If you are interested in joining that, you need to go over to DIYpublishing.biz for more information. Enrollment is closing up in one week, all right? So I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna accept any kind of questions during this broadcast. You want the information, you gotta head over to DIYpublishing.biz for details on how you too can be able to see some of these exclusive live chats, Q and A's. We're gonna be directly talking with the people within the community. That's gonna be directly after this broadcast. So in any event, uh, love seeing everybody here. Why don't we jump into things? Because uh, this is a long list. Uh, our, our 10 biggest mistakes in self-publishing. And uh, to take it away, actually, it looks like I get to start out things. So um, let's make sure I've got it up here on the, uh, all right. So number 10, buying ISBNs from third-party vendors. That was my mistake. Now, bear in mind, we're gonna be doing split here. I've got all the even numbers. She's got all the odd numbers because she's got some killer ones. And at uh, any rate, um, my biggest mistake, and this is actually going back to my very first book, The um, Three Keys to Greater Health and Happiness, Unlock a Greater Life, which was just a complete abomination to all self-publishing books. And um, I never knew at that particular time what self-publishing was or how it worked. I was aware though of something that's called an ISBN. And those of you that aren't familiar, it's called the International Standard Book Number, which is essentially the how it is classified amongst all the other books. It's essentially like a barcode for your book and it's an identifier. And uh, I think, it, did I say identifier or international? Whoops. I well, don't know. I'm sure somebody who's, you know, me, it's, it's, it's not international, it's identifying. My minor details. Yeah, minor see. details. So what I did was I searched around for ISBNs and the very first thing I did was, like I normally do, I wanted to save some money. If you haven't watched my video on ISBNs and, you know, getting them and not and whatnot, just search up ISBN options, Dale L. Roberts, it'll be able to pull up that video and you can get a little bit more information about this. Balker, if you're in the United States and you plan on getting an ISBN through the United States, Balker has a monopoly on it, okay? Um, and it runs right about $125 for an ISBN. But the thing is, your brand or your name or your company is associated with the imprint and that's that. Instead of the free ones that you get through Amazon or CreateSpace, 
their names are going to be on the imprint. Not that they own the copyright, they just have the ownership of the ISBN. So, um, any event, I saw Bacher and I immediately thought, man, I'm good, I'm good. I kept looking around and I found a third-party company to where I was able to buy it for $50. And I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm happy with this. And I don't remember the third-party company, but nonetheless, I purchased um, two of them, I think. And I come to find out when I go, the very first book I put up was on CreateSpace and they would not accept the ISBN because it, according to the information, it was already owned by somebody else. So essentially I bought this useless ISBN by this third party company and they would not give me a refund whatsoever. Uh, my recollection was I didn't use PayPal or anything else like that. So I chalked it up as a loss. That was my very first loss of money within the business. So watch out for those third party vendors. If you, those of you that are up in Canada, our friends up in the North, uh, remember that you do have uh, the luxury of getting ISBNs free. That's right. Up in Canada, you can get them free. If you do get your ISBNs, go to Bakker, buy them for Bakker. If you buy them in bulk, you get more of a discount. I would recommend if you plan on hanging your hat in this business for any length of time, buy in bulk. Anything you want to add to that? Nope. I've never bought an ISBN. She never bought an ISBN. <laughs> All right, here we go. Lone wolf mentality. This doesn't just mean virtual assistant. If you have the money, you can get a virtual assistant or hire Ava, plug, plug. Um, but this also means just trying to do everything when you first start out. Mm -hmm. There's no rules just because you have 10 different things you can put your book on doesn't mean you have to do them all. So keep it mm -hmm. simple. Just don't drive yourself crazy trying to do every single thing that's possible in the publishing business. This is true. It took a little bit of time for me to kind of get her to loosen up. Uh, I won't I won't make any qualms about it. I, I have no guilt in sharing this, but um, Kelly crushes it in this house. If for any amount of success that I get, just multiply it by about three or four on the average month. And that's what she's doing. And I noticed all the work that she was putting into it and she was lone wolfing everything. And I was like, you realize you could probably just hire out for some of these other uh, duties. So for instance, you had hired a, a virtual assistant more recently for some other duties. What were those duties? Um, on Fiverr, you can actually get Bangladesh. There's a couple of VAs mm -hmm. that will do approximately three hours of work for $5. Um, I don't ask them to keep time. I just try to give them a task that I think they should be able to complete in three hours. Mm -hmm. Even if I think it's just one or two, um, I, don't, I don't mind chalking that extra dollar or hour up to loss, whatever. It was just minor admin tasks um, I had to be patient about because she wasn't great at English, but once she was good at it, it was just menial tasks like checking trademarks for merch mm -hmm. and seeing if my design's already been published. Yeah, so that's was, pretty simple. It was just getting the minor minor things that you otherwise didn't have to be there to to look over and you had somebody else do, which bravo, that right there, you know, I know it steps out of her comfort zone, but uh, Kelly is able to hire out. And I'm gonna keep her on that task because it took so long to, <laughs> you know, communicate to her in something she'd understand. So she's my trademark girl. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, number eight, hiring out too soon. Oh, we just went from talking about lone wolfing it and hiring out too soon. What gives, Dale? All right, so here's the deal. I think I was barely breaking $1,000 per month. That was in all of my 
all of my business. That means everything in, in general. This is before the whole YouTube uh, thing here. So this is just book publishing in general. And I started hiring out. I didn't even break $1,000. And I was spending easily, I would say, 100 to $400 per month in hiring virtual assistants. And the fact of the matter is, $1,000 per month is great. It can make a huge impact in some people's lives. But um, at the end of the day, that was barely covering our bills and I was already getting about 40% of it spoken for virtual assistant. So I was freeing up my hands despite the fact that I wasn't really making any kind of traction. So there comes a point where you've got to start to make goals for your business and understand that, okay, I start making say $2,000 per month or say $3,000 per month. That's when you can start to think about hiring out when it's appropriate. Um, so menial tasks such as what she's mentioning, sure, it's only $5, but imagine if I keep doing that over and over. So be realistic about how you're hiring out and how soon you hire out. You're going to probably have to loan wolf it slightly at first, um, but don't try to go it all alone because remember, there's nothing wrong with networking with other people and, and joining a mastermind. That's a way to also get it to where you're not loan wolf. I missed that point. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, I got your back. Okay. All right. Um, Number seven. Number seven. Credit card debt. Oh, this is her favorite. Let me tell you. I think I mentioned this on a previous broadcast, so it might be a repeat for some of y'all's, but don't take out a credit card debt just to build your business. Mm -hmm. No. Bad. Um, I've wanted to build it fast because I've seen other successful people do it, and I think there's also a successful publisher, I will not say his name, that got a credit card and was successful with it. He yeah. was a unicorn. Um, so I thought that I'd be able to pay it back within three, four months, never mm -hmm. happened. I remember a conversation I had with my mom and I don't think I've ever told him mm -hmm. the situation. I'm like, oh, if I can't pay it back by then, I might as well get a job. <sighs> that never happened. Oh, you never saw my finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you guys can see that. They're like, is she giving me the bird? <laughs> um. I think I opened that credit card mm -hmm. mid-2015, Yeah, and we just paid it off in December yeah. of 2017. Yeah, We didn't pay interest because we uh, constantly got 0%, but just paid a little bit of fees, so it could have been worse. But yeah, that was way too long to pay that stuff. Yeah, it's it really is. You need to be very, very realistic um, trying to get yourself into debt to build this business. I don't believe it's a smart decision. Um, it's better to bootstrap your way up to victory than to bury yourself in debt and try to take on all that risk. Because keep in mind, you're going into debt and you're also accumulating an, an astronomical APR, um, you know, that interest rate. Yeah, sure, there's those deals. You can get 0% APR, you can build some great credit and such like that. Don't take that risk though. We just recommend that steering clear of credit card debt. Because I'm gonna tell you this, this this one right here <laughs> hates debt like like literally it, it brings her to tears and it's hard for me to kind of you know quell those anxieties for me i'm kind of like yeah whatever you know i move on with life but um so just don't put that extra stress on yourself it's hard enough running a self-publishing business than to take on credit card debt number six spamming facebook groups who spam facebook groups I did a little, but then I got bored. She got bored with it. And you know, the funny thing is, this is prior to me actually getting some coaching through Jason Brock. And at the time, I kind of shared with him, yeah, I go into like, I think I was like the 400 groups. 
and I would spend easily an hour to two hours dumping links to my books in every single, I would just go in and dump them. I can't tell you how many groups I was banned from because I didn't read their, their rules because there was a good reason why I didn't read your rules. So I'm in there to pimp my stuff and hawk it. Um, and the thing is, at the end of the day, it really, there was no measurable way of telling if those actually gave me good results because I stopped doing it and guess what? Sales were still the same. It, nothing changed. The reviews didn't change. The downloads didn't change. It was a waste of time. I literally could have been doing that. Let's say I was doing about two hours per day over the course of the week. That's 14 hours. Yeah, I would do seven day work weeks, by the way. 14 hours that I could have spent. And I'll tell you this right now. You give me 14 hours of free time, I will literally produce an entire first draft of a book. And that's not me just sitting here bragging. I just know for a fact I could be able to 14 hours. Shoot, give me 14 hours and I'll give you a book. So nonetheless, Facebook spamming groups, don't do it, stop. Nobody likes it. You're, you're not even talking to the right market because if you're going into these other self-publishing books places where people are dumping links, guess what they're doing? They're dumping links too. So it's like literally yep. showing up to the garbage dump, dropping your, your trash in there. Who do you think sifting through that garbage? Nobody. And then the people that actually do participate and you're spamming their groups, you know what they're doing? Block. Goodbye. Or, See you later. Or getting a niche idea. Or getting a niche idea, for that matter. Yeah, there, there are some people that will be, if you're really protective of your niche, spamming face group, uh, book groups is also a great, great way where someone goes, huh, really? Basket weaving's hot right now. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tap into that one. All right, here we go. Halfway through. Split focus. What do you mean? I'm not talking to those people who still have a nine to five job and just trying to do this on the side. Well, maybe a little bit. However, if you're wanting to start a business, don't go publish a book, do Amazon FBA and open a Shopify store because you're not going to succeed at any of them. This is not being a negative Nancy. I'm just <laughs> keeping it 100, speaking the truth. So um, yeah, if you want to start a business, do one thing. And that's what I'll say. That's excellent. Yeah. The man who chases two rabbits get none. Gets none. And if you are a newbie to this business, one of the things I, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today on a video chat it, it is the same thing. If you're brand new to this business, try to focus and learn the craft of self-publishing a good quality book. Everything from the title down to the interior, to the contents, to the editing, to the keywords, to the marketing and promotion. Master that before you start going crazy everywhere else, going, oh, well, let me go ahead and go wide because Dale said aggregate publishing is great. Hey, that's great. I give these options out here. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to do every single one of them. Be very smart about what your time is and if you can really focus on one thing. I know that you, you had two things over the last year, which is exemplary, but you already knew the two processes pretty I, well. I was just gonna say, this has not been easy, because when I first started mm -hmm. publishing, I was still doing <clears throat> Amazon FBA, mm -hmm. and I was balancing both of them, and I really, that's when Amazon FBA was going down, and my publishing was just kind of meh, and that's when I opened the credit card up. Um, yeah. It wasn't until this past September of 2017 when one of my mastermind friends brought this up that I decided to just focus on pretty much two things, but they correlate. Hmm. So, yeah. Very good. 
Um, we'll get to the chat in just a moment. I notice it's popping off. It's great to see everybody kind of participating in here. We're going to go to number four, shotgun method. Uh, it's also known as spray and pray. Um, one of my biggest issues that I had was uh, I would find a trending topic and I would hire out or outsource a writer, uh, whether it was through the now deceased Odesk, uh, it's now up, uh, Upwork and Elance. And I would hire them out and I just found those hot trending topics. I'd find all the keywords, get everything all in order, and I would just shoot out one-offs, okay? Folks, listen, we're in the day and age that brand sells, okay? If you really, really, really want to see great long-term success, if you want to see that continued growth, building a brand is one of the best ideas. Going one-off, that shotgun method, boom, 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 firing those things off and hoping for the best is not a great way of doing things. So I have a ton, a ton of books out there right now that are lucky if they're, they're drawing flies at this point. Um, were they bad books? No, not by any stretch. But at that time, I was trying to go for those short victories, those quick victories and get some money. Now, I'm not getting much from those particular ones. So it was literally a waste of time and effort. When I built the brand, like the fitness brand, that right there brought me much more victories, much more quicker. So um, shotgun method, that was probably one of my biggest mistakes. If I can go back, I would have never spent that money on outsourcing the writers. I probably would have done it in hiring out graphic cover designers um, to uh, you know any number of things, uh, promotion, marketing, uh, making a new book myself. Yeah, so shotgun method, don't do it. Uh, try to really, it's almost back down to that split focus. You know, Focus on growing one brand and really mastering it. Now, I'm not telling you to go deep on something that's unproven. Don't mistake me on that one. But uh, nonetheless, there we go. You ready for number three? I am. Number three is? Email list. All her favorite. You're probably going to be like, oh, I thought that was the next big thing. But hear me out. I have never liked an email list. I see the value in it. All the big guns, the email list is where the money is. Yeah. I, I get it. However, I didn't like it. And it was putting me like, uh, I don't know, could you say, is bottlenecking my business the right term? It was, it was slowing down your it was, it normal was, process. It was slowing down mm -hmm. my process because my mind was like, how can I stay on email? What do I need to do? Because it bottles back, I hate sales. I just hate it. Yeah. Um, I know I gotta do it one of these days. Yeah. So the moment that I just thought to myself, there's no rules out there saying I have to do an email list. Granted, it would probably help and if Amazon went bye-bye, I'd kind of be screwed. However, I, I'm doing okay with that one for now, and I, I'm fine with that. So if you're in the situation that you hate an email list, you're just getting started, just write your book, get it out there, and worry about the minor details later. And I think, personally, the email list is a minor detail. Okay. Um, I had an interview with Johnny Andrews earlier today and we talked a lot about email marketing. She was already out of the house before she got to hear some of his points. Uh, but nonetheless, I think it comes down to uh, if you can't afford the expense, um, someone like, say, for instance, Ava Fails, who happens to be inside the chat here, you get a hold of uh, Ava at heyoava.com. Get a hold of her over at that website and um, she can handle things like email lists. She knows what to do. She knows how to communicate with them and she knows how to create um, some kind of a brand presence. So email lists, if I'm telling you this right now, it was almost like credit card debt. Here's credit card debt. 
<laughs> There's email lists, all right, right below that. I she mean, literally was just freaking I, out. I know I'm getting a risk because if all this went bye-bye, I would be down to zero and a nine-to-five job would be possibly, you know, in my horizon. So I am taking that risk. Yeah. I don't have, you know, a brand name yet. I yeah. did open a Twitter. Um, but yeah. Plug, plug. <laughs> All right, let's go on to number two, review swapping. Uh, I think everybody should know this one by now. Review swapping burnt me. Uh, I spent a great deal of time because it was told to me that you have to get reviews. You publish a book, reviews, 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 reviews. It was literally the foundation of the business. Now, I can go down this path about how reviews definitely play a crucial and critical part in the growth of your brand. However, when you take it too far where you're gaming the system with swapping reviews, a quid pro quo system of you talk to an author or a publisher and they give you their book, you give them your book and you guys review swap. Here's the deal. It's a big no-no. You're not supposed to do review swaps and further proof that I lost my reviewing privileges because somehow I was tied to a review swapper, be it a VA, uh, foreign VA assistant, um, virtual assistant, excuse me. And um, they got busted. And here's the thing is I took a lot of pride in those reviews. I read the stinking books and I read a lot of freaking books. And I just put these really articulate freaking reviews and I'd get these garbage reviews in return where you can clearly tell they didn't read my book. And uh, well, I was caught and Amazon revoked all privileges. And then from there, guess what? I can't review anything at all. I can't even comment these days on reviews. I used to actually have that till about last year sometime, about a half a year ago. And they were like, oh yeah, you're not allowed to comment. But I can now upvote and downvote on things and I'm sure they'll probably pull that here pretty soon. But nonetheless, I've lost that ability and there's other things that are attached to it. Because it was a violation of the community guidelines of Amazon, uh, I can no longer do giveaways through Amazon, which by the way, love giveaways. I'd love to have the opportunity to share what I've done with giveaways in the past, but I unfortunately can't go in and show you behind the scenes look anymore because they took that ability away. So if there was ever anything that I would impart to you, no matter what anybody else says, I'm gonna tell you I've been in this business for a good cup of coffee or longer, all right? Review swapping at any stage of your business should never happen, all right? Just saying this right now, I don't approve of it. I don't think Amazon should put that kind of a pressure on us, but, it's their game, we're just playing in it. So anybody that recommends that you do it at any point during any stage of your self-publishing business, they are dead wrong. So that's where I stand with that. So before we get to number one, I think you guys see exactly where we're going. What mistakes have you made? How could you, let's see, there we go, there's the question. How could you avoid those mistakes? I definitely would love to hear from you here in the chat as we start to uh, wrap things up. Of course, don't go away because we're going to get ready to share number one in our mistakes. And this one's a this one's a doozy. You're going to love this one. Don't forget that, of course, next week we are going to be talking about how to make money ebook, uh, make money publishing ebook versus print books versus audiobooks. That's going to be this next Thursday, February 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel, turn your notifications on, so that way you get notifications of when we go live, which will be next Thursday, of course. Are you going to be there, Kelly? I think. And uh, last but not least, we want to thank our sponsor of today's show. It's going to be Book Doggy. 
bookdoggy.com forward slash four dash authors. Uh, get a hold of them. They have a rather cost effective uh, solution to ebook promotion. Um, and make sure that you tell them that we're sending you on over there. Um, and uh, that's really all we got to say about Book Doggy. And Should we get in the chat before let's get, number one? Let's get into the chat before we go into number one. So I'd love to hear some people's mistakes here. Uh, should I hold off on ISBNs if I have not published a single book yet? No, use the freebies. Use the freebies, have proof of concept. You're dipping out of the frame again, Kelly. Sorry. Okay, here. Um, Dylan, a question for later. Ask it later because I won't remember. Okay. Um, thank you, Ava, for answering the ISBN question. Great. Uh, I'm skimming, so if I miss your question, I apologize. Uh, Remember, folks, uh, we do have something that's called Super Chat. And if you're uh, participating here in the live chat, there's a little dollar sign that's at the very bottom of the live chat. You can click on that. That'll grab our attention instantly. And you can donate any amount of money between a couple bucks up to, you know, 20 bucks or whatnot. And all the costs go into putting upgrades into this particular live stream and chat. So always appreciate it. That's a super chat feature. Um, it's always available. We definitely appreciate it. Do you appreciate it? You don't share it with me. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. Like I said, if I miss your question, I apologize. There's been a lot of good information. And to those who join late, thank you for hanging out with us. And don't forget, right after this, DIY Publishing, if you're yep. part of the group. Yep. Be there. We'll if be you there If you be a part of the group here, folks, make sure that you go to DIYpublishing.biz to get more information about that. So let's go to number one. Number one, Kelly, take it away. Shortcuts. Shortcuts. Who would take shortcuts in this business? Now, I've thought about this. Yeah. Just in case there's someone from Amazon Corporate watching this, and there's a possibility, yeah. I'm not going to say exactly what these shortcuts are. Mm. However, I will say, oh, thank you, I am Tony. You are awesome. Tony Jacobson, the man. Um, if you feel that what you're doing is not right to run an honest business, don't do it. Yeah. If you're trying to find ways that optimize or make your business flow more efficient, that is understandable. But if you're trying to find a way that you can work the system or find loopholes that you can uh, really take advantage of, you're really in the wrong business because eventually you will be caught or karma is going to catch up and bite you in the butt. Uh, the review swapping thing, even though I knew that it was against the community guidelines, I still continue to press my luck. And thankfully, um, I got out with at least having my account. I never got suspended because of it, but I did get my hand slapped and told not to do it again. So I think that, you know, if you're trying to find shortcuts to get quick victories, you're probably in the wrong business. You probably should consider something different, maybe multi-level marketing. I, I was um, just going to say, this is not a quick victory business no. that you can sustain long term. Yeah. You might have the good book, you know, or you might be a unicorn like Willie May who just does awesome right out of the gate. Who knows? Yeah. However, let's see, I published my first book in April of 2015. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a consistent full-time income that you we could comfortably live off of and not eat beans and rice every day <laughs> until about April of 2017. So roughly right. two years. You know, our, our combined income, it was definitely squeaking by, but now we're doing pretty well. And I'm very, very happy with that. That's not gonna mean that we're gonna be resting on our laurels or for that matter, taking shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, shortcuts are just, you know, I, I'm good. I will take the hard way around and slow burn every single time given the opportunity. So 
Um, excellent. Well, hey, uh, now we start to wrap things up. I definitely want to make sure that if you enjoyed this video, hey, click that thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up. Where's your thumb at? Hit that thumbs thumbs up. up. Come on. There's enough of you in here. What's up? And if you're watching this on the replay, I definitely hope that you hit that thumbs up as well. And drop me a comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns. And if you like this, share it with somebody else into self-publishing as well. And of course, hit that subscribe button. You want to make sure that you don't miss out on a single live stream. In the meantime and between time, this has been Self-Publishing with Dale and Kelly. And we'll see you soon.